Welcome to the Wealthy Homes Podcast, where we help young Michigan families manage their finances and create wealth. I'm your host, Connor Bowserman, financial advisor with Preferred Financial Group. Welcome to another episode of the Wealthy Homes Podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be continuing on the business mini series that we've been doing for the past couple of weeks. But due to some scheduling and having children, having professional jobs, we're finally capping this whole thing off with Andrew and Tina Benkowski, who are family members of the family-owned business, Mooville. If this is your first time coming onto the podcast, first off, thank you so much for coming on this week. In this podcast, we typically talk about managing finances and building wealth. Typically, when you talk about building wealth on this podcast, it's about investing in the stock market, investing in real estate, investing in yourself. But in this mini-series, we're mainly highlighting business ownership and entrepreneurship. So to help us do that, we brought on Tina and Andrew Benkowski. So without further ado, thanks, guys. Thanks for coming on. Thank Thank you. (laughs) For those who don't know you, can you just tell them a little bit about you and your family? So me and Tina met at Olivet College. We got married after college, and we just had our third child. So Stetson is our only boy, but it went Remy, Stetson, and then Rollins is the most recent one. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. What do you guys like to do outside of work? So I am big into running. I just finished an Ironman. Tina let me go over to France right before Rollins was due. So a week before she was due, I was over in France competing. And Ironman World Champs, that was fun. I also enjoy hunting outside a lot and doing other expensive hobbies that Tina <laughs> luckily lets me lets me do. <laughs> I love to play volleyball. Andrew and I both were in athletics at Olivet College, and that's actually how our relationship started. They do a brother and sister sport at Olivet College. I'm not sure if they Used still to. do. Used to, okay. So cross country was volleyball, sister, and brother sport. So that's how we actually met was through athletics. I still love to play volleyball. I don't get on the court as much as I used to. Our kids are three and under, so Remy is three. Stetson will be two in November, and then Rollins is 14 days old. So we're pretty busy. I am working and with the kiddos, so my main focus now is not volleyball as much, but that's definitely my main hobby is definitely volleyball, and now it's the kids. So I love staying home with the kids as much as I possibly can. That's awesome. So kind of going into Mooville, I guess, can you tell us a little bit about Mooville for those who don't know a little bit about the business? Yep. Mooville is located in Nashville, Michigan. We are at the corner of 66 and M79. Nashville only has 1,800 people in the village. So we are literally in the middle of nowhere. We're kind of smack dab in the middle of Kalamazoo, Grand Rapids, and Lansing, and then right in the middle of Charlotte and Hastings. So we're on a main location but you still probably haven't heard of us. We're definitely known for our ice cream and then milk right behind, but people know us as the homemade ice cream and you can see the dairy farm at the top of the hill. So we make all of our products homemade on site. We milk the cow. We literally say cow to cone. We milk the cow and then make the ice cream and put it on the cone for you. That's awesome. So kind of going back to like family history, I guess, how did you guys decide to start as a small family business? My parents, Doug and Louisa, are the owners and originators of Mooville, as well as the dairy farm. Family history of farmers from both sides. So our parents are both from the Netherlands and dairy farmers over there. 
And then they moved over to the United States, our grandparents, and they also both started dairy farming. So my mom and dad met at the Christian Reformed Church in Martin, Michigan, which is where the original dairy farm of the West Sendorp side is. And my dad co-owned it with his brother, and they both had different perspectives of how they wanted to run the farm. So my grandpa kindly asked my dad or one of them to leave. And my dad is the one who left the original Weston Orp Dairy Farm, which is still in Martin, Michigan. Okay. So that's how we ended up in Nashville, Michigan. This farm was for sale by the Pennox, who were known for their dairy farm. And then they also still do maple syrup. So we bought that farm in 91, or my parents did. I was born in 91. So my mom had six kids under six. Carlisle is the oldest. And then my mom and dad had twins. And then there's triplets. So I am part of the triplets. I am the middle triplet. I am number five. But basically, my dad was starting a brand new farm in a brand new town, building new relationships. And my mom was raising us six kids under the age of six. So that's how we ended up in Nashville. Moville came along in 2005. And my parents' goal of Moville was to create jobs within the dairy industry if us six kids wanted to take that. So that was the reason they built Moville. My dad is the brains behind the operation. My mom is just the supporter, supporting his crazy thoughts all along the way. So that's, that's awesome. how it all started. Okay. Okay. So kind of, he really thought deep into how he wanted to start the business to have the family in it. Yes. That was going to be kind of one of my next questions. Was it just along the way that you guys started kind of being in the business or was it from, you know, inception, I guess. And it sounds like it was kind of from the start. Yeah. The, my parents' biggest thing is they didn't want us to stay in a job long-term that we didn't want to do. Milking wasn't really an option. We all had to milk the cows. So I literally hated it, did everything I could <laughs> to get out of it. I would pretend being sick as much as I physically could. But Mooville, same thing. Well, not the same thing. They wanted Moville to be an option for us. Uh, same when we were in high school. Like, they didn't want us to work at Moville if we didn't want to. It was our heart and desire. I mean, three of us left Moville when we went to college and didn't plan on coming back. And all six of us still have a hand in Moville as our full time jobs, if we so wish, still to this day. It's our choice if we want to be a part of the family business or not. And I think I I have myself gained a lot of respect from my parents letting it be our choice versus making us stay in the family business. And I think that's probably why all six of us are back is out of respect of that option. Mm -hmm. And I think, as you guys probably have noticed too, it gives you a lot of flexibility being in a family business, where if you probably weren't, that flexibility wouldn't be there as much of it. So I think that's really cool. But one thing I wanted to ask, and I don't know if you really know but how'd you come up with the Mooville name? name well we were in the eighth grade well the triplets were in the eighth grade when my parents decided to do it Mooville our last name is Westendorp and everyone had always called us Dorp like Dorp hey Dorp in school or whatnot and so all of the kids voted for Dorp Dairy that's what we wanted it to be called and then next thing you know my mom and dad bring home the logo and it says Mooville and they're like, get it, like, Mooville in Nashville. <laughs> we were, like, so embarrassed. 
but it definitely worked out well for us. So mom and dad do still make the Trump calls yeah, for sure. <laughs> make, make, it, make the good decisions. Yes. <laughs> All right. Kind of going back to more of the origins and whatnot, I guess, was it just year by year he just kept scaling it? Was it kind of like a big, big purchase up front with the idea of doing all of this? Kind of like how did it become kind of what it is today? Yeah, we currently have four Mova locations. Nashville is the main hub. That's where we make all the products, have the dairy farm, milk the cows, make everything homemade, and then distribute out of the Nashville location. We built from scratch in Ionia in 2017, and that was a big leap for us. Again, we didn't anticipate building any more locations. It just felt like the right timing and that God was wanting us to expand, and we totally trusted in that process. And then at the end of 2019 is when we bought the In Rapids location. And then in, oh, I'm going to mess up the years, but maybe it was, I don't remember what the year Zealand was. Maybe that was. Zealand was, I think, 19. I think Zealand was 19. And E-Rapids was 20. 2020. Because it's been three years. Yes. Sorry. December. Yes. I mix them all up. And so we have the E-Rapids location as, as well as the Zealand location. And the Zealand we co-own, but again, we didn't expect Mooville to be as large as it is. The original plan was just to have the one location, and thankfully, we've been able to expand in the process. One thing Doug has always said was he built the building thinking it would never outgrow it, and we just keep adding on, adding on, adding on. Rather, it's storage or <clears throat> new I facilities. Mean, and Yeah, every, everything is just the milk room has changed a few different times just because we need bigger space or, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Just he never thought it was going to be this big. Yeah, my parents, when they first opened Mooville, thought we could just have 40 milk cows and that would be enough milk to supply the demand that we were creating. And now we're at 220 and there's talk about adding on more cows just because we're literally maxed out on milk production. Wow. So it's a blessing and a curse all in one. I mean, yeah. it's stressful to add add continuously expansions. Yeah. They call it growing pains for a reason. Yes, that's <laughs> for sure. So at the beginning, you guys, which I think is really cool, is you guys aren't open on Sunday. Was that something that your dad started originally, or was that just something you guys did along the way? Yeah, my mom and dad are definitely a strong Christian Reformed is their basis in how they grew up. And being open on Sundays was never an option. And thankfully, the family or us kids supported that as well, because again, they allow us to have a voice in all of the matters. And that was huge for us to decide as a family, we are going to stand on our morals and our structure and not be open on Sundays. I mean, we still get customers complain. I mean, there's still plenty of people that drive in on Sundays yeah. and it's been 18 years of us being close on Sundays. Yeah. So that was definitely my parents. I know it's tough. I know we go out to ice cream like later on at night and stuff and it's like, dang, I, I, <laughs> yep. I completely understand. Same people are doing it to Chick-fil-A. So yeah. <laughs> do you guys feel like you guys just continued to just grow and grow each year? Or was there like a certain point where you can like pinpoint where you're like, okay, that was when things just kind of went bonkers and it blew up? Yeah, we grew and grew each year, thankfully. And that was why we purchased other locations or built from new. But COVID was definitely a blessing for us being able to still support supply the food demand that was happening during COVID. That was huge for us was definitely COVID. Our sales, I mean, I would say 
almost doubled as well as like our retail locations and wholesale locations. Like it was incredible what COVID did for us. Again, another blessing and a curse. I mean, it was COVID was no like time off for us. We were putting in more hours than we physically wanted to. When it came to the growth, was it just, again, more cows or was it you were guys were producing more for grocery stores or? Producing more for grocery stores as well as our locations. Um, So the cows back in when COVID started, we were probably using about 70% of our own milk from our farm. And now we're um, like literally maxed out of milk. So the other 30% back during COVID, we would sell it to a cheese plant. So whatever we didn't bottle would always go to like a cheese factory. Um, And then our goal was always to continuously clearly be able to produce more for our own Moville brand. So that way we could make more money on it. So that was always the goal. Now, when it came to you guys making your own milk, what makes Moville different than maybe just the average dairy farm? Yeah, we love all dairy farms. That's the best part about Moville's. We're still like your normal family farm. But the only thing really different about Moville is uh, it comes just from our farm. So like if you're buying like Meyer milk or Walmart milk, it's commingled with all farms throughout Michigan. And our Moville brand is literally just from our farm. So you can see our cows. You can go on a self-guided tour, see how we treat our cows see where the cows live, what they eat. I mean, we'll give you all that information if you just call us and ask too, but you can literally see like our entire operation. So our goal has always been transparency within our company. I mean, the bottling room used to be able to watch through the windows. Again, we've had to expand out of that close-up view, but our goal again is transparency. So you can see the cows being milked and then see where we make our products. And it's just coming from our farm. A big thing that we did probably been five or six years ago now, is all of our milk is now A2-A2. And A2 is easier for our bodies to digest, especially if you think you might be lactose intolerant. You probably are just A1 intolerant, which there's A1 proteins in like a Meyer, any any other milk other than an A2-A2 milk. So that A1 protein is going to upset your stomach. So we've had a lot of customers more so recently because it's like a newer trend they're finding that the A2 is easier for them to digest. So they'll tell us they haven't had milk in 10 years and now they can drink the Moville milk. So our entire herd was bred to not carry that A1 protein. So any cow we purchase or breed on our farm now or like we're purchasing outside our farm is all A2-A2 because we're a registered herd. So we can see the paperwork on each cow to make sure all of our milk continues to stay A2-A2 to be easier for Uh, our bodies to digest it. Our goal as dairy farmers is to create dairy products that are good for you. And it's not a value for us. It's more expensive to do it this way. But we do feel the importance of pushing dairy products in the better direction. That that was another thing that Doug was behind. He's the one who researched or was researching about it. And there was talk about if they should raise the price of the milk being because now it's A282, but we have kept the milk prices the same. And it's just one of those things that makes us different, sets us apart. It's a benefit to the customers, not really to us, but that's the goal is, again, to push dairy products. Milk does taste good, and you guys mm-hmm. should be able to drink it. Right. That's all products, correct? It's not just the milk, it's Yeah, milk is the main it's- focus. It's, a, it's all of the products, but in the hand dip, there's some ingredients that like we can't override. So we don't like to say it's 100%. But it's as close as possible. Yeah. 
Now, when it comes to Mooville, you guys are also really well known for your ice cream. Kind of what sets you guys apart when it comes to the ice cream that maybe that's different than your local ice cream shop? We definitely started with like fun flavors. We're known for like random flavors. The Baconator is pretty famous. It was a maple syrup ice cream with bacon in it. We have the corn off the cob. So there's sweet corn ice cream and a butter ice cream base. We've tried like jalapeno. We made a pickle ice cream at one point. Nachos. Nachos. Yeah, pizza. So that was like, that's fun marketing for us. Like that's Mm -hmm. super fun. We love to have people come in and try those fun flavors. We don't currently have those, so don't come now. We might still have some corn out there, but we've been able to expand our ice cream production as well. So the machines that we have now make the ice cream just so creamy through the process of honestly the machines. And, you know, the goal is the best tasting products. So we get it into our, again, another expansion was a deep freeze that's literally negative 30 degrees. The faster you freeze ice cream and the colder, the just creamier the ice cream tastes. So the beautiful thing of the expansions are we've been able to make better products. So that's why I think the ice cream tastes so different. And it comes from our cream from our cows. As I said, that was a big part is it's our cream right on the farm. And we do 17%, so we're premium. So 17% cream in a lot of places that you go are around 12 to 14%. So okay. just the more cream you have, the better it's going to taste. But yeah, when we built that, it was a 900 square foot freezer that's negative 30 degrees. So it's insane how big the freezer is. Like it's a whole house of just ice cream. It's not fun to work in, but yeah. it does make creamy ice cream. That's awesome. Kind of going back to the family and you said all of you guys are pretty much in the business in some form or fashion. Was it that you guys just were able to follow your guys' passions and that was the work that you guys were able to do for the farm? How did you guys decide what jobs yeah. each of you are going to do? Yeah, we all kind of naturally like fell into what we wanted. I guess another beautiful thing about owning your own business is you get to decide what you want to do necessarily. Um, so all of those roles got filled. Carlisle, the oldest, is just a natural farmer. He has the farmer intuition, definitely God-given. And, uh, you know, he had a lot more time with my dad solo when my mom was raising the rest of us. And then the twins, Troy, he has always been really good with food. And so he makes all the ice cream and has that special touch of trying new things and thinking outside of the box. So that's where he lays, and he's also very good with with relationships. So he deals a lot with the wholesale customers because we deliver to over 220 locations as well. So he gets to deal with a lot of the customers in that aspect, make sure everyone's happy, and he's good at that. And then Eric is also very good at the farm. He loves the cows. Again, you have a natural touch with cows. It's just, again, a God-given instinct. And he's also really good with people, so he's been able to work with some marketing at Mooville. And he's just very flexible. He's very cohesive wherever he is needed. He can go and help out. Levi, the oldest triplet, is a numbers guy and is the processing aspect of that. So he decides how much product we need to bottle each week and, again, make sure all the stores have their product. We deal with milk, so there's a lot of shelf life on milk. Clearly, our milk has 24 days, so thankfully that helps with Mm -hmm. delivering. But again, he has to make sure we have enough milk for the stores and nothing's going bad. My role is I get to run the Ionia location and the Nashville location. So I deal with a lot of the customers as well as like a lot of the employees. 
I kind of have my hand in all of the hiring at Mooville for all the types of roles. Not necessarily my favorite part of the job right now <laughs> during after COVID, but I definitely enjoy working with my the employees. That's definitely, it's so much fun to be able to watch your workers. I'm talking more of my high school workers. I get to hire them as freshmen and watch them like progress all the way through college. That's super fun for me. And then Andrew runs the Eaton Rapids location, thankfully for me. <laughs> so I didn't have three stores to manage. And then my sister, she is more of a stay-at-home mom. She has eight kiddos of her own, but she still helps with like farm tours and definitely some marketing in Mooville. She still has their hands in, just not as involved as like she will when the kids are a little bit older, but they're right. still pretty young. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of hard to do anything at eight kids. Yeah. <laughs> Kudos to her. Yes. Oh, this is not so rare at her house. <laughs> Always. Sure. It's fun. Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> so when it comes to like the future of Mooville, what's kind of your guys's plans? I know you can't give me the, the deep secrets, but kind of what's your guys' just overall plan? Is it just to get into more stores or bigger stores or is it just to expand? Kind of what's your guys' plan? Yeah, I think it honestly depends on who you ask. So I'm going to give you my personal opinion. My personal and I would say the family right now is not to add another move a location. I know people keep asking us and we've definitely like not going to lie. We've definitely looked pretty hard at a couple of towns that we personally love, but nothing has pulled through. It just didn't feel like it was the right time. So I'm kind of putting a pause on more stores just because I can't handle more stores. And our family's kind of maxed out on how many more hours they can honestly work. And then the boys would love to get into some bigger locations, but there's like a fine line because we're in a lot of mom and pop shops. If we got into bigger locations to sell our products, we wouldn't have enough milk for those mom and pop shops. So like, yeah, we would love to get into like more Myers and Walmarts, but that's not that's not right. in the options right now. Yeah. I would say everyone feels pretty content at where we're at. And we're just excited to see where, like, where, like, our own kids and what they'll do with Mooville. I mean, that's a while. The oldest one right. is 10. So I'm sure, like, this will change in a year or two. We definitely get, I would say, like, get comfortable. And then when we're comfortable, we'll do something that we are make, stupid enough to do. Make, makes sense in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's just cool to think back when your dad started to where you guys are at now with the way you guys have progressed it. It's just to think you could how big it could get if yeah. they decide they want to do it that way. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. Cool. Yeah, there's definitely options for our family, which is really awesome to watch. So one one thing, it's always interesting to see every year we try adding something more entertainment. So to keep people coming back, yeah. So I think down the road easily, there's going to be more hands-on entertainment for, for people at Midmoville and Nashville location. Yeah. I've kind of seen that over the past year or so that you guys have been doing more like special events and stuff like that. Been noticing. Yeah. yeah. We're so. trying to add more fun stuff to do instead of just the petting farm and the sandbox. So yeah. stay tuned. <laughs> That's awesome. To kind of wrap things up, I'll ask you both for your own opinion on this. What is one piece of advice that you would give another young family? You go first. <laughs> advice just from family. I have some kids. They're fun. I mean, it's... It's definitely crazy how fast three years has gone by with Remy and it's just, just take, enjoy your family time. It's, it's just crazy how fast everything goes by and I don't know, have a supportive wife. That's a big thing. Have, <laughs> just about find a, find a wife that, 
<laughs> can let you do all your hobbies. <laughs> I'll ditto Andrew. I think when we got married, we didn't really have intentions to have kids as soon as we did. But they are by far like the best blessings we could have ever imagined. So don't hold out on having a family or adding more to your family. It's it's a lot. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but it's like the best years of our lives so far. So, yeah, That's have great. the kids. Okay. All right. Well, before we wrap up, what are some ways that people could come visit the, the Moville locations or ways that they can contact you or look you guys up? So Moville is in Nashville is that main hub that has like the free petting farm, the farm tours. That's where everything is made. Or check out the Ionia location, the Eaton Rapids location, or the Zeeland location. Our website is just moo-ville.com. And then we're on Instagram and Facebook, and you can just find us by searching Mooville. Moo-ville is usually the best way. Or give us a call, 517-852-9003. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, well, thank you, and uh, good luck to your soon-to-be number five. Appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Wealthy Homes Podcast. Be sure to click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Connor Bowsman or Preferred Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investment advice. Always seek the advice of Connor Bowsman or other qualified financial advisors with any questions you may have regarding this episode. Connor Bowsman is a licensed financial advisor and any of the investment advisory services offered are through Harbor Investments, member SPIC. Products and services provided are not NCUA insured, have no credit union guarantee, and may lose value. Consumers Professional Credit Union and Marshall Community Credit Union and Harbor Investments are separate and independent companies, and credit unions are not providing security services.